Hello and welcome to another episode of The Advantage. I'm your host, Michael Fiddle. Today is Saturday, January 13th. And normally on this podcast, we talk sports betting, but every now and then we take a break from there to discuss the best show on television, season 39 of MTV's The Challenge, Battle for a New Champion. We got two episodes to recap today. We've been a little bit off schedule because our co-host sitting in the chair next to me, Gibby Graves, has been a traveling man. First it was... Where was it? Turks and Caicos first, and then have a third second? Yeah, went Turks Caicos with the fan for Christmas, and then went to go be a good basketball alumni and go see the uh, the Hatford team go play. Um, they lost, but, you know, it was good. it's always good to go back. Although it was winter break, so there was absolutely nobody, nobody there. Division three, there's already not enough fans, but winter break, it gets, it gets, uh, it gets lonely in the stands. You guys now learn we have a star D3 athlete checking in on the pod. A multi-sport star D3 athlete, but an, an actual star D3 athlete, too. You're yeah. not just like an alumni who went back. You actually have records. Yeah. Um, it's funny. When you tell people you play D3 basketball, they're like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Oh, you played it for more than high school? Cool. You decided um, to just keep it going and said, which college will take me? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, the disrespect that D3 basketball gets. Sometimes warranted, though. Uh, sometimes not. But Well, yeah. you even you even came home from Haverford disrespecting it before we get into the challenge stuff. Yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed by the quality ball. But they were they – were, the thing was both teams were super young. So I, I, I didn't realize how young the teams were. Like, everyone who was playing was a freshman. Word. All right, well, let's break down. Sorry to all the listeners for being – a little bit behind we are going to do episodes 12 and 13 recapping today we're mainly not going to like deep dive each episode we're just going to talk about what's happened the last two weeks and where it leaves us for the rest of the season going forward just some general challenge stuff and interesting to note give i do know we have some people listening and tuning in and actually really liking these pods so we do have some regular advantage listeners who take in the sports betting content who also watch the challenge and I've been very excited that we've been doing these pods. And I only think it's a matter of time before we start converting other just regular sports fans into watching future seasons of the challenge when they start out. Like when we do an episode one, we're going to have a whole squad with us. It's going to be freaking awesome. Again, I, I, I want people from the challenge to see the, the following that we get and then reach out to us for ideas. That is the main objective of this podcast for me personally gain a following and then get asked for ideas from the challenge on how to improve the challenge what if they ask you like hey tj got covid so we need like a big challenge personality who knows everything that's going on to host the reunion show so like let's call in gibby because that challenge pod's fantastic and we need (laughs) someone to host the reunion (laughs) i don't know if i have a good enough uh like presence in like that like an mc chair i feel like you're fair like, enough fair i That's think there's like people i think some people are really good at it even people with big personalities some are really bad at it like you see it from the challenge like the miz incredible he is so good at like doing the reunion but then they get like nfl guys and some of them are just like i'm like All right, what are we doing here like these guys are blah the difference between pat mcafee and jj watt yeah exactly <laughs> All right, let's break down this uh, slate. We also have NFL playoffs. Maybe we'll quickly check in at the end because, give I have some fun bets that I might ask you about. All right. Do you want to start us off with any topics that you wrote down over the last two weeks, or would you like me to start us off? I can start us off. Um, so let's start off with two episodes ago. That is the episode where um, our girl, Michelle, takes down Laurel. Yeah. Laurel, like the Laurel, like Queen like, Laurel, like Beast Laurel, like the one who many consider the greatest female challenger ever. I don't, I don't, I think, I actually think the, uh, not Laurel, no, what's the, it's not Laurel, it's Cara. Right, it? sorry, it was Cara. Right. We'll have to delete that, but it was. <laughs> we're, not, we're not deleting it, but Laurel was just on, so it's not really that big of a slip up, It's because she was literally just on and calling Michelle out. So yeah, that's yes, she that's took on car. She took on Cara Maria the following week after. So it was like kind of a curveball that the producers set us up for. Like you think Michelle's going to go against Laurel, but she's right. actually goes against 
who probably is the go- the true goat. Like Car yeah, Maria, Cor- Cor- more diverse skill set than than Laurel. So I think I think uh, it was a tougher challenge for Michelle. And go ahead, keep talking because Michelle beats the fuck out. Yeah, Cara to me and pro- and clearly you greatest challenger ever, female challenger ever, and she gets absolutely dominated by Michelle. Now, I think there's a couple things here that kind of take away from it. One, you have the entire group rooting for you. Like Michelle has the whole crowd kind of telling her what to do. And that's a huge advantage in a kind of a puzzle, a puzzle thing. And then two, it's just also kind of a problem with uh, bringing in like mercenaries like this. They're kind of rusty, right? you're not they're not like full game mode it's really i feel like it's kind of a switch they have to put on and then be full-time in game mode when you're like at the challenge house living there all that kind of stuff versus you're just coming in off the street and like you know car is back and car hasn't done a season in what five years six years so she's truly rusty uh but still i don't want to take away from michelle great win um and my question to you fit is how does this impact your belief in Michelle's ability to win a final? Like, if you her odds before watching this versus now, where would you take it? It was, it was, you've been pro Michelle and you've had her like plus 600 in your odds, which is the shortest odds for any female to win. And you've called her probably the favorite in the female race. And, she moved, so she couldn't have moved up further your board. She just has you, she gave you bragging rights. Yeah. That was like Ravens beat the 49ers. And it's like, oh, the Ravens are Super Bowl favorites. Oh, okay. So it's like, <laughs> we, we, she, like, I thought she was probably going to have a difficult time, probably going to reach the finals, but have a difficult time. So I was like very much locking her in for a top three, top four. But I didn't think she was going to have a win. She proved to me she could win a final. Like that's, and I know that she has the survivor experience too, but I've never seen her. I don't watch Survivor and I've never seen her do crazy endurance or crazy strength. This was a combination of endurance and strength and puzzles against someone who is such a beast who did something ruthless to her in putting the block in front of her thing and making her push and work extra hard to go around it. Like, Ruthless move by Kara, very smart move by Kara. Impressive move. Kara could do something that smart and then do something so stupid and have no idea um how to how to do the final. I when you started talking, Gib, I wrote down three things that we need to talk about within this elimination. Michelle's win was very impressive. That's one we could check it off the box. Kara's accent is (laughs) 20 times deeper than I remember. And I asked you after it, I go, and and just so the listeners know, me and Gibby struggled not to talk about the challenge and save these conversations for the pod when we talk about other things. Um, I asked you, is Carl's car accent always that thick? And you said yes. I don't remember it being like straight out of, where is it? Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard and whatever. She is so Boston and Massachusetts. I would even say she's more like Worcester, like she got like the Worcester accent. Yeah, fair, fair. Like, like right outside of Boston, like Nantucket, yeah, like those, uh, that's like the preppy Boston accent. This is like the thick of it Boston accent. Like she's never left Boston. Yeah, she's in the town, you know, she was in that movie with Leo and Matt Damon with the cops. What's that movie? Yeah, Departed. She had a wicked good time. Yeah, she, she, yeah. Her and her seats. Sometimes CTs comes out too. It's great. So you remember it as that thick always? That didn't surprise you? You didn't have, did it shock you in the moment to hear it again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why, why hasn't she been on the, the, the show in so long? There have been rumors. Uh, that it had to do with Paulie, because but I don't Paulie's know. Back. Remember, huh? But yeah. Paulie's back. Paulie came back last season, but he also had a long break. So Wasn't Paulie on this season too? No, not this season. He was on. Um, 
Was he on this season? No, I don't think so. Okay, but we've seen Paul, I feel like, twice recently. He was on the season with Bananas. Bananas eliminated him. Yes, for sure. Um, I was he was wearing ridiculous shit. Yeah, because but then he had his moment where he came out as a bisexual. Like that, that was the the storyline. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, okay. Um, he th- there was rumors that something happens with, with either Paulie or Car- I can't remember, and both of them were boycotting. I don't know if that's true. That is kind of what I I was Reddit reading uh, when you know after the season's done. Say don't go on Reddit and look at, at the challenge if you don't want to have spoilers because they will spoil things for you. Always go after the season to get details of like under the under the hood type things. I want both of them back regularly. I like them both, but if if Paulie might be, I think Paulie's like a much different person. He's a much like in a much better space, so he's not like as angry as he used to be, um, or like wild and out there he's just like kind of a good guy now which i don't know how fun it is yeah yeah he he used to be just a pot stirrer at all times but i feel like if you put them if you put car in back in a house she's gonna do some crazy shit she'll she'll fly off the handle all right yeah next um uh, drop the fly off the handle on the pod i'm very excited about that <laughs> all right should we have the mercenary conversation and then just throw the Brad one in here at the same time? Yeah. Now we'll the stop, time we'll, to have we'll it. Talk about it. We'll stop. It's. Let me go it, first. You go. You you say your thoughts and I'll say. It's a great idea. We've gone too far. We should know where to cut off the the who we want to see as mercenary. Raise your hand. If you were excited to see Brad come out. Nobody. <laughs> Everyone was excited to see Kara. Like, we don't really need to talk about the Brad versus Kylan elimination. What we need to talk about is, like, what if that was Horacio instead going against them, right? So they've gone too far. It's been too many people we don't care about. Kaz couldn't have cared less. Brad couldn't really have cared less. Jordan was sick. Kara was sick. Uh it was, I think, I think Casey came back and did a pole, a pole wrestle. That was fun. So those ones, yeah. And it's very easy to know who should get that nod or, or has been like, a, hey, we need someone to come this week. Let's call Brad. Like the producers know that cutoff line. So first, only stick to the goats. Two, think about the missed opportunity in shaking it up and having it sometimes be going against a mercenary and having it sometimes be going head to head. What if we didn't know whether or not Brad was going to come out or Kyland and Horacio were going to have to face off? What if it's only sometimes in the chaos stage? It's that. What if it's a, a Brad comes out and he does that challenge and they time him and then Horacio and Kylan both go? And if they don't beat him, they're both gone or they can both stay, right? What if we do something that's a time trial and flip it up a little bit where we can get two people going and the house can try and get, let's hope it's Johnny Bananas in a climbing challenge and we could get Horacio and Kyland both out in a double elimination. So like there's other ways to go about this, just doing head to head, just doing the draw, Every week, bringing out someone else, doing it for like 10 weeks straight at this point. It's been too many episodes. Let's move on. I didn't like the let's all compete together for a group prize. And I don't like let's not take each other head on. Like this has been a weird season where we want to see like the house is starting to get to its breaking point. So I really hope they start making these guys go head to head because it hasn't happened much yet. I think, I think, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head on like so many points there that I agree with. Like, one, it's gone way too far. Like, if we go back to the history of the challenge, this started when they brought CT and uh, Tina in. And I don't know if you remember, but CT had bananas on his back. And that was the whole like walking with his legs, like the really famous thing. And that was sweet. But that was one episode. And I think they may have done it two episodes that whole season. That was it. That was it. 
And now they're doing it every every like episode is a a mercenary. And why I don't love it is because like they're uh, they're not part of the storyline. Like there's no story here. Like the house is the house is its own storyline. The story is about getting a new champion. And I get like beating beating like the champions, but maybe you add that to be part of the final. Like that's yeah. that's what is really that's what it really would have, be. Like. Have none of them win if they don't beat two champs in the finals. Yeah, you you throw in two champs in there. Like two in a, dude, that would be fucking sick. Yo, it, first of all, it might be coming. It might be. We don't know. Second but, of all, we need we I will post my phone number in the episode description for the producers to give us a call. <laughs> give us a call. We know what we're talking about here. We're the biggest fans. We're trying to make this better. Um uh maybe us and Jacoby uh and and Bill. What if what if um yeah like what if Jordan and Kara were in the finals and if you, and when the whole crew season they got there and then they show up and it's like to be a champ you gotta beat a champ. And it's, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. Amazing. And then potentially there's fucking no seat winners of the season. And, I love, and, cha- I love and the so champ much. steals and a champ steals a hundred thousand. It's my it's one of my favorite ideas that I've I've ever come up with. Um and so I think like yeah, that like and as you said, we're missing the head-to-head matchups that like kind of build these characters or these like like the players from um I don't know, they're kind of they go from like normal names in the challenge to kind of like legends or like must-haves on the show. It like it starts with like brutal like head-to-head matchups that stem from drama in the house. Like that builds legends, right? Yeah, Jordan going head to head. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, Jordan going head to head when he like did all the things to go against Bananas, even though he lost, still made him a legend because of all the drama that was building. If you just yep. bring in a mercenary, it doesn't really make anybody like that big a beast. Like, like what's the name? Just beat Kara. But I don't think that makes her a challenge legend like Michelle. Like she's still not like, absolute must-have just because she beat Kara's car. There's no drama in that. There's no I beat Kara and sent her ass home. It's I beat Kara and kept myself in the game. And it makes a huge difference because it doesn't rattle the house. It just keeps the house the way. It doesn't shake up things. It doesn't change the numbers within alliances. It's not only like the challenges and the eliminations that we want to watch. It's it's how the dynamics are constantly shifting within the house. And I do think that is a perfect way to get to my next point. All right. The alliance is shifting in the house right now is, is happening because of a few things. Jay is being a complete sketchball. Like the way Jay's been acting, like the Jay's there's more in the last episode, episode 13, his, what would you call it? Tantrum? Outburst? His like fake like I, I love this. I love this. Like, yeah, like throw me in. This is why I love the challenge. Like that was that was all acting. And yeah. I hated it. I hated, hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Wasn't my favorite at all. That is the reason why the whole dynamic is shifting, is because Colleen switching sides. Uh Mariah seems to have switched sides. Raven is switching sides. The better people are riding with James, Kyland, Horacio, which brings in Norris. It just gets back to Olivia, Michelle, Jay, Corey, kind of on their own island now. And I think this is rattles the futures odds. The market took a huge shift in the last episode, going into episode 14. Like Jay is no longer in a top three in any on any sports book for for guys. Yeah, because you have to think that the Kylan, Horacio, even James part of the alliance is way stronger. Well, and I don't you know, think I, they're now going for Jay shortly after if they're not going for, uh, depending on who wins the the daily and who gets the immunity and who gets more votes in that moment, they're going to try and cut off, quote-unquote, the head of the snake, and they all think it's Jay leading like leading the show. So he's 
become actually very vulnerable and didn't handle it well at all. If if they ever go back, because we all we know that CT is coming either next episode or two episodes from now. If they ever had another episode before the final where it's like, hey, we're going to throw in Kylan and Horacio as like the two options and then Horacio gets thrown in and there's no mercenary and they would 100 percent pick Jay, 100 percent. Everyone would pick Jay. He's every other guy would pick Jay. Didn't Jay send home CT once? Yes, but see, that was like um, dad bod CT. Wasn't, right wasn't and like and it was like a super jade challenge route to like tie knots and things and 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 block something and then un, unblock the other ones yeah what i remember about that is ct like jay was acting like a fucking four-year-old and ct's like calm down man you're making it weird so this is the <laughs> second time jay's act like a four-year-old um also just he was just being very sketchy the way that he talks and looks at people and thinks he's like the man and he's a little He's kind of small. The hair, the hair kind of looks like Pennywise. Um, <laughs> Not to shit on Jay, but yeah. <laughs> what? Not to shit on Jay, but yeah, I agree with all those things. You know who Pennywise is? Pennywise from. Um, Didn't you come see it with us? That's what I was gonna say. It's the 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 balloon movie. Yeah. Yeah. I have something for you, Georgie. Um, <laughs> all right. Question, why do females and males say that's someone I don't want to see in the finals when talking about the other sex? Well, because this is a number, it's one winner. There's doesn't. There's no gender thing in this, one winner. Do we have that confirmed? Confirmed. He, he said it last episode. He goes, we will only have one champion. Okay, okay, fair. So, okay, take away the questions. Your next topic, go ahead. Next topic. Um, what was something that... Oh, Kylan versus Brad. Do we want to hop into the next episode really quickly? Sure. I don't care. Kylan versus Brad. We're just mushing them together. But go We're ahead. mushing them together. Impression, uh, impressiveness scale. One to ten for Kylan. What do you give it? High. High. Pretty equal to what um pretty equal to what Michelle's was versus Cara. It's it's on that level, even though Brad wasn't the same type of competition, it was more in the execution of the way it was done. Like it wasn't that hard of a challenge, but the the pulling multiple blocks at the same time to unlock a bigger hole was smart. Uh he just works very fast. He's very smart. He's 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 he has that Chris or Bananas type of body and mind, so he reminds me kind of of those players. I have a maybe controversial point here. I think that his win against Brad was more impressive than Michelle's. Because not because of the competition, but the execution. Yes. It I was think... nearly flawless. Like, who would have beaten Kylan? We talked about this, and I have this written down for my question. Who would have won that one, Horacio or Kylan? It would have been close. I think, I think Kylan would have still won it. Kylan's a, I didn't realize how big a BC was until I watched this, where I was like, oh my God, you're actually, you're actually him. Like you're, you're, you're really good at this stuff. So I, I think Horacio would have won because I think he could just move faster for up and down 10 balls. Uh, Hira- Kylan would have made it down quicker the first time and created his holes in space and whatever. Then Horacio would have just had to fucking Iron Man his way through the rest. Um, and catch up, but you know, like, we'll good at this. Emmanuel, Emmanuel would be great, but so would a Jay. This is a Jay thing. Jay's no. a rock climber. No, Jay's a rock climber. He's like really good at getting up and down things. Jay would have been good true. at this. He'd be really light. The balls aren't heavy. They, they were like exercise balls, right? Yeah, he would be good at this. Surprisingly, this is this is all up Jay's alley. Although well, that time- why? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Is that why this was the elimination in case the chaos was pulled because Jay was had a lot of heat on him? Did they set it up for a Jay could do well in this elimination and it would be a really good fight? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No? Just good coincidence? Yeah, just a coincidence. Okay. I do think sometimes when they, when when Bananas has like tons of heat on him, and they're going to an elimination and like very well might be bananas. 
tends up being a little bit of a bananas game that they're playing, and I like to see it. <laughs> they're always great for bananas. Also, are you going to yeah. watch? Or side note, are you going to watch uh, the show that bananas or the one that CT's on? The, the bananas one where he's like in the house with a villain, like random house of villains. Yes. Have you watched? Is it worth it? I haven't seen anything, but bananas makes me think about watching it. And then CT's on a similar one, but I don't know if it's about villains. I don't know what it is, but it's also, I think it's on Peacock. I'm out. The one that I might be in on was uh, sent in from a friend, Nico. The deal or no deal where they're on an island for like, I don't know what it's 2 million or 20 million or 200 million. I don't know what it is. It's a ridiculous amount of number. Uh, but apparently these people are on an island and it's a deal or no deal version. I'm gonna check that out. And <laughs> and may and if it's good enough, maybe we're doing recaps of it. All right. That's 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 fair. Um all right, I have one more question. I had another question about the challenge. Yep. All right, so no one's gone home in like four weeks, right? Everyone just being right, who's the last person to go home? Like Melissa and Big T? Uh last person to go home was Melissa, I think. Because it was Kylan, I think it was Kylan, Raven, Michelle, Kylan were the last. Because Kylan beat Darrell, Raven beat Laurel, Cara beat, I mean, Michelle beat Cara and yeah. Kylan beat Laurel. Yeah, so it was Michelle. You know, you said team. this a few weeks ago. Like, what do they do if, like, no one goes home? And then four that weeks was my, That's my question right now. Like, are you ready for this purge that has to happen? There has double to be a Double limbs. Back to back weeks no, with double limits. Not double limit. I'm thinking like Burgess. quad limbs. Like there is about to be something crazy that goes down. It has so to. like uh so like uh hey, we're competing in teams of four, team that comes last, everyone's gone. Yes. Done. Everyone's cooked. It's like a mini because you know how they're like this is a mini a mini uh, final. The mini yeah. finals. You come in last, you're cooked, you're out. See ya. So I think we're gonna get a mini finals with with um in in solos like a like a solo mini final and worst guy worst girl are both gone and then and then an elimination that episode and knock off three yeah i i don't know i, I think the producers are, are i think they overlooked a few things when when uh sketching out this season because I, I hate those like long ass purges where it's like we're eliminating seventeen people the last week, so we have enough. We have the right amount of people for the final. The 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 benefit to the way that this has gone. I mean, I don't know if it's going to lead to more episodes or whatever. If it leads, if it leads to more episodes, I'll take it. Right. Uh, <laughs> the other benefit is because no one's left the house in what I think is eight days in challenge world or eight or nine ten days. Uh, they've all gotten way closer. And so when the inevitable backstabbing and voting against your alliance and thing happens, it, the buildup and the 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 emotional output is going to be higher because they're actually a closer group than most houses that are just churning people gone, 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 gone. I agree. Um... Sorry, I was just looking at like one of these things. Um, I have two. I have two questions about the last episode that I, I haven't mentioned yet. Go ahead, and I have one more. Okay, and this is just general. This first one is just general challenge questions. So COVID happens, obviously, and there's still a challenge. So there's a challenge house. So they create these clubs in the house. Now we have stuck with the in-house clubs post COVID. Yep, they suck. I hate it. Yep. I hate it. I hate it. Yep. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it for a couple of reasons. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this. But I hate it one because some of my favorite episodes ever are the people or like parts of the episodes where they just go to a random club in Bolivia or whatever country they're in and have a great night out on the town. And like you get to see them like in a real set rather than like this like fictional world that they're setting up. Then two, they don't travel anywhere. So you're taking away the bus rides. Drunken bus rides have led to some of the most drama the challenge has ever seen. Think about it. Think about all the things that go down on challenge buses. Aren't they driving in like the four different minivans some of the t- some of the episodes? Like they're split it's, into like four different like uh five-seater vans. 
yeah. yeah, they're like a lot. Are the sometimes like sometimes they're bigger vans, so it'll be like you know sixteen. It'll be like twelve people in a van, or they'll have two or three of them. But everyone's gonna go with their besties, and then no one's gonna fight in them. Yeah, but before they used to drink a ton. They would yeah, they were the epic. Thing. The bus rides were epic. They had hookups that you shouldn't have because there's no uh, what's it called really like. There's only yeah. one in the front, so there's people think they're kind of safe, but they're not. And great things happen. Tony hooks up with Camilla. Um, Jordan calls um, Jemmy a really nasty uh, word, or says she looks she looks like something like he he shouldn't have said. Like crazy stuff goes down on the bus, and yep. I feel like we're, I feel like we're I remember out. there being some bus they're like back of the bus hookups. Like there was some 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 cheating on your boyfriend or girlfriend hand jobs in the back of the bus one season. Yeah, that was Kara and um, I can't remember one of the twins. Um, and I just feel like we're missing it. I don't know. You have any thoughts on on like the on like the bubble club that they create? I think it's here to stay. Unfortunately, yeah, it just caught it cuts down on so much like you know potential drama, like when bananas got knocked out or got like yeah. cold cocked by some random local. The um. <laughs> The risk reward is just a way easier to calculate, but okay. they do need to figure out some other way to concoct. What if it wasn't uh, just going to a bar and drinking? And what if they like concocted some like other type of day activity for them in the in the area, like going on like a, a, a cruise or a boat ride or something like that? Like they they always or like do. or like if you're in if they were in New York City, what would they do? One of those like bus tours that you see all the people and like uh, you know like just some like touristy kind of activity in this place that they're in. So like the people at home could get a glimpse of where they are and what the lifestyle is like there. It's almost like a cultural thing, and then you could get like you could watch the bonding experience and and then. Some of the, you know, people are going to have their talks in there. Like, if you were in D.C., you get to watch them, like, touring White House. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool stuff. Instead of a do. bar, just, like, for one episode, like, send them out to, like, do something like that. I think there's ways to do it. The, the closed bubble bar is not, not it. You could almost just remove that segment altogether. Yeah, yeah. It, unless there's some drama, because they're always, like, that's when they're, like, well, we're gonna let loose. They're always talking game. There's no, no one's actually letting loose anymore. So no one's letting of... loose. Okay. Last question that I have, and it's kind of like a long, a long question. Yep. The Horacio Olivia. Oh, we want to talk about this. Okay, go. Is this the most annoying storyline that they've ever had in the challenge? Like, is there so little drama in this house that they have to concoct drama with the least? controversial person they've ever had in Horacio and create drama around him and Olivia because they're not talking enough, although they're best friends and it making absolutely something out of nothing. Is this the, is that the way you see it? Or is, is, so you think it's, you think it's concocted more than Olivia just being just like kind of, kind of nuts. I think, I think, I think they're doing this. I think Olivia is doing this for screen time. Um, not like not in like an offensive way, but I think she actually is doing this for screen time, like to create some kind of drama because there is no drama. There is nothing that is like right. She's helping the producers with television. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's annoying. It's not. It's not real drama. There's nothing. There's no real drama here. It's. It's. It sucks. I hate the storyline. I did notice off camera. Uh just on the episode that um you got you know one of my responsibilities to bring one off camera topic every show uh off when the episode happened i think it was episode 12 where narice was questioning her friendship with olivia and was like are we even friends i don't even know anymore like really like like whatever and horacio was questioning and then like you know it seems like they were just having a parting of ways as friends right you see an Instagram post that week of from Narice's account. Do I follow Narice on Instagram? Of course, guys. Of course. So you see Narice's <laughs> post on Instagram. Um, and it's her and Olivia, like, dancing in a boomerang. And it's, like, challenge girls and, like, some – it's, like, her and Zara was in it, too. And it just was, like, so clearly – 
you see the comments and it's like, do you guys hate each other or are you friends? Like, it clearly it was like, uh, oh shoot, we were caught up in the moment of the show and it doesn't look good. So let me post a nice thing about my friend disguised as a uh, something else. We need we need real drama. I think this is why we need better characters in the challenge. Horacio is a beast, but he is quite quite possibly the most non-controversial person of all time to the point where it's annoying where he's like he gets sent in and he's like i deserved it i didn't perform well today and it's like go yeah. fuck yourself man like who wants to call them out because he well. had a feeling that they he had a feeling that he got fucked over and other people had a feeling too and it just totally slid under the rug and then uh i do think he's gonna watch i had this thought while that was happening He's going to watch this back and come into next season going, I need to play more of the, the game aspect. He's going to have that realization when he watches people fuck him over and he just doesn't say anything about it and he just t- takes it on the chin. He's like, there's got to be some level of like, fuck. Like, that's part of the game too, is being willing to do some dirty shit or talk some game or whatever. And he's got to start doing that a little bit because he can't, He's like, he tries to do it in a CT way, but at least CT gets his personality involved in so many other aspects of the show. Well, okay. Well, CT does plays nice now, right? CT did not play nice before. Right. CT, so CT can do that because he has that kind of, he has that gravitational, well, he has that. Um, and then as soon as someone says his name, the fury comes out. Yeah. And he will why the fuck are you saying my name so so it's kind of a bad comp um yeah but yeah he's playing he's playing too nice and it's got to change if he's going to be interesting the same thing for like chauncey if he ever comes back like he's never the, like he's not coming. yeah it, unless unless he unless it's like a couple's one unless man. amber's a with him yes right um all right i had one question back to the idea of chaos stage being too long and and they're not being the fact that we realized that four episodes in a row, no one's gone home. And the fact that there's the risk that you don't send anyone home and that everyone stays and that they don't go head to head and you're, you're not guaranteed to get someone gone. So like when Jay puts in Kylan and Horacio and plays his cards right and gets that elimination, there's no reward of it because they all come back. If you were a player, Gib, would you wait until the end of this chaos stage? Would you have had the wherewithal to say it's too risky to make your move before they're starting to go head to head? Let's still play nice and just throw in James because he's a Brit or still do something like that and and not try and swing big yet. Um who but who am I in this game? Am I am I like Kylan? Like you're Michelle, J, Asaf. You're that. You're that part of the alliance right now. If I'm that we part of the alliance, from different perspectives. If I'm that part of the alliance, I can send in whoever I feel like. Whoever's the biggest that I'm sending in, I have the numbers still. They can't be touched. They actually cannot be touched. Unless, unless like they lose like on a team thing, but like even. But then, now, but now, know. but now, Horacio and Kylan come back, and they're going to side with James instead of Jay. I still don't like. I think they'd have to flip. Whereas, whereas if they went for James, Kyland and Horacio are still not voting for Jay yet. Um, I think this like, I think if I'm Jay, I'm not worried about that. I'm sending in who I think is the biggest threat while I still have the power. Okay, fair. I just had that thought of like, don't don't show your cards yet. But yeah, the, the card the cards are. I think at this point in the game, it's been like. 10 eliminations, 12 eliminations. Not everyone's been home, but your cards are kind of shown, kind of shown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the producers show the cards for you by telling you who to walk with into the party. <laughs> right. Like yeah. they know what people, they know what people are saying in the interviews and like Zara saying that she loves Mariah and James. So then pairing her with Mariah and James. So like if Corey's not saying shit about Michelle in the interviews or whatever, or like he's not going to be paired up with Colleen to walk into the party, he's going to be paired up with Michelle, and that shows that shows the cards. Yeah, well, things like things last... like that. Bananas is aware of, and the vets are very aware of. 
Yeah, my my last thought on this is um, this season is meant to find who are mainstays on the show. Okay, that let's is quick. The, let's quickly is, do it, and then we'll get out of here. That is the purpose of this season, um, because I think there are. I have the, I have the list of people here. I want to hear. I'll go through the names. One by yep. one, and you if you say yes or no, mainstay, uh, and I'll say if I agree or disagree. All right. This is just an this is an alphabetical order. Can we can ASAP. you quickly can you quickly define mainstay? Mainstay. Someone who will always get a call for the next season, um, and would likely be someone who they give first choice of if they want to be on it. They're not like a backup. Okay. So like next I think season, we'll see a lot of these people again, but okay, go ahead. So I'm saying for next season, this is the these are like the first people aside from the vets who are getting calls saying like, "Do you want on? Yes or no?" Not people yep. who are saying, "Hey, we're, we're we're waiting to hear back from four people. Do you want on?" That's for next season, and there's like that question along with like, "Do you see them being on for like four or five seasons?" Kind of like okay. mix those things together. Got it. Okay. All right. ASAP. Four or five seasons, not a mainstay. Okay, I think I think he's a mainstay. I think he is. I, think I wish he is. was. I hope he is. <laughs> Burn him. No, no, I agree. Absolutely not. Can't. No, too too annoying. Colleen. No. Agreed. Corey. She'll she'll, she'll fill in here and there, but no. Uh, Corey. Yeah, Corey. Yes, mainstay. Mainstay. Uh, I this one was tough for me. I'm gonna say no. I think he'll be on the next season, um, but I don't know if he'll do like five seasons. I think he'll. I think he will be on the next season, and he'll get an early call. I think he, he's like first alternate to me. Um, Ed, I hope mainstay, but probably just underneath. I think he, I think he's a yes. I think his personality is incredible. He's awesome. Uh, he's he's just he's just too too good, and he's so yoked. He's so yoked. He's, he's got to be on it. Um, he's our new. He's our new. Uh, what was that guy's name? Small guy who dated at who went and won with Ashley. Not dated Ashley, but won with Ashley. But oh, Ashley, the and then Ashley stole Hunter. the money. Hunter. Yeah. All right, continue. Okay, Ed's the Emmanuel. Hunter. No, he's not a mainstay, but he'll be there quite often. I say yes because he's just like the playboy. You need a playboy on the season. He's got a girlfriend. He does not care. Depending on how that shakes out. Yes. Because you thought Kyle was the playboy too, but Kyle's like now married with a kid. Yeah, it happens. You know, that's why you need a Kyle kind of thing. Kyle's one of the greatest additions to the challenge. Kyle's a mainstay and Kyle and Emmanuel fill a similar role. You don't necessarily need to put them on the same season. We also like we're missing the funny. Like Ed is the funny guy, but I need more funny guys, right? Like, yeah, that's why I say Ed's just underneath because he hasn't figured out. He'll figure out the ropes of being like a great character throughout. Uh, Horacio. Yes, he is. Sa- I'm gonna go sadly yes, and I hope he develops the game. Yeah, he has to be. He, he is. He he's, has- he's Iron Man. Yeah, James. We'll see him. We'll see him quite a few more times. Not a mainstay. I don't think he wants to be a mainstay. I don't think he wants to be a mainstay. I actually, I think that I don't think he's going to be invited back unless Bananas is on the season or Mariah. I think I think Bananas needs to be there and Mariah needs to be there in order for James to come back. All right. Just so the pod knows, I just ignored a call from AV. So all right, keep going. <laughs> I'll call him back. Um, Jay. Yes, he is. I agree. Equ- equally sadly as Horacio, yes. Kylan. Yes. I think I think he's showing to be such a beast that he he is. Michelle? Yes. Agreed. Mariah? No. 
you don't burn, uh, you don't burn bananas like that and get invited back time and time and time and time again. Uh, I think she, I think she is. I disagree with you. Here. I think she I think is. she'll be back quite a bit, but yeah. but I don't think I think just under mainstay. I think I think if bananas is going to be on a show and says don't invite Mariah, she's not coming. Okay. So that's okay. why she can't. She she's almost like DQ'd. I don't think I, bananas is too smart to do that. He knows that. I don't. I think Bananas has enough leverage that he can do that. Maybe, but I think Bananas is also smart. Where he's like, if he's going on a challenge, he wants to have some screen time, and that gets him everything he needs. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Narice, just under, and I, I, she doesn't need. She doesn't need to be, guys. First, yeah, I think I think she's a first alternate. First alternate, Uh, Olivia. First alternate. I think she's a mainstay. Uh, I don't. I don't like it, but I think she is a mainstay. I do too. <laughs> um, Raven. High level alternate. High level alternate. I like that. I she's agree. good. She's good. She's good at TV. She's. She can compete. She's down to play the game. Like I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Raven being a mainstay. Zara, yes, disagree. I think at best first alternate. She's Dude, so she, good. She supplies the eye pups for the whole house. <laughs> the producers are walking around with those things under their eyes, removing the bags. Everyone's glow. Everyone has their skin glowing, and Zaza's coming back. Uh, Melissa, no. I feel like she's already done a couple of seasons. Mother has a kid. Yeah, Donna View was bullied on this season. She's she, she they play into her anger, and when you get older, and I feel like that's going to become less of a thing for her. So no. Yeah, I'll never forget her fight with uh, uh, Cam. That was one of the weirdest fights of all time. Yeah. Um, Bring her big back. T. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Personality is one is one of the and, best they've had recently. Big T's female Ed. Uh, Callum. I hope so. Like his personality, but I, I just don't think he cuts it. I think he's, he's just second, underneath. I think second or third alternate, maybe. Kieran. What happens with Michelle's uh, relationship with him? That's true. I would Kieran. really like to see Kieran on a season with some of the really good players. Yeah, I, I but I think he's first alternate at best. Uh, doesn't Agreed. Bring, doesn't bring. Doesn't bring the heat for me. Thinks he's too cool for school. Um, Huey. High alternate for personality and house reasons more than competition reasons. Um, not, he's not he's not he's not locked, right? If there's enough personalities, we don't need Huey. But yeah. if it's like, hey, there's too many game people and we're we're gonna go 30 deep this season, like is Huey available? Great. He'll be gone, he'll be gone in the fifth week. He'll be hilarious. He'll wear something crazy to a party. You know, bring Huey. Great personality, yeah. Great personality, yeah. He'll give uh, speeches in his hilarious Yeah, high he's level. Alternate. High alternate, not a not a definite. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Jujui? J-U-J-U-I. How do, how do we pronounce this? I don't even know. I'm going to go with no because who the fuck is she's that? She's the one who spoke Spanish. I'm scrolling the list right now. Uh, Raven Raven knocked her out. I'm gonna go with no because I can't even remember her, dude. Yeah, I, she's an absolute. Not. I, if she gets invited back, I'd be shocked. Oh, um, her. Okay, no, no. <laughs> I, have, I don't. Even, the fact that I can't pronounce her name is a really bad sign. Yeah. Um, back. Chauncey. I, I hope he never comes back. <laughs> um, and I don't even want him back in with Amber, to be honest. And then the last one is Jessica. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of her now, Jessica. I don't remember this girl. Does she have all the tats? Yeah, she does. Yeah, no, she's a no. You can't no. go out. Going out first is like if you're a rook. Did you, you ask Jay? First, huh? Did you ask about Jay? Yeah, I did. 
We said we both yeah. said yes. Yeah, we said sadly, yeah. Okay. And I yeah, think that's, I, the- that's that's all. I think the only one we, we potentially disagree on was uh Corey. I think Corey's a lock. I just want to see him individually perform. Uh, I think he's got a good personality, and he he really likes to play the game, which I love. So like that helps him. But I don't know if he um, if he has the uh, abilities or like the 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 strong enough uh, capabilities. And he keeps questioning whether or not he can beat people. I hate that. I want people cocky as shit. I want them to be like, I'm the best. I don't care who I go against. Uh, that's who we want. I think, I think he's going to make the finals and, and that's going to kind of define it for us. Yeah. If you win, if you win the final, you're an automatic mainstay. So the rest wins, let's, let's revisit. Best way to wrap this up is let's re- definitely revisit this discussion at the end and like recheck it. in. And then I'll, I'll go back and I'll listen to this and I'll write down what we said and we'll see what's changed. Yeah. But we should come do this with like writing out. We'll go, we'll go into it. Be like, we'll write out. Before yeah, we'll we, we'll we bring talk. our we'll bring our own notes about mainstay versus not. Maybe that'll be like the 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 bulk of a the reunion episode or whatever. Yeah, I like that. All right, thank you as always for the time. Talk to you in a few hours. Enjoy football. Uh, who are you rooting for? Quickly, we're gonna skip the bets because we went a little long on challenge stuff. Uh, for the I'll, I'll, shoot, I'll shoot the games at you. Browns Texans. Who's the winner? Uh, Browns. Okay, uh, Dolphins, Chiefs, cold weather, crazy game. Chiefs. Uh, I'm doing straight Bills, money lines. Bills, Steelers, yeah, yeah, straight money lines. Bills, Steelers in the in the Monday game now. Bills. Uh, uh, Eagles, Buccaneers, no AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts apparently dealing with some injuries. Going up to here, going Bucks. Wow, I'm I'm ta- I think I'm taking a lot of Eagles stuff. Uh, okay. Rams, Lions. Also taking the upset and going Rams here. Seems to be the sharp side. Packers, Cowboys. Cowboys. I think that's all of them. I think so too. All right. We'll see how, we'll see how you did. Two, right. two upsets here. Those are my two upsets. Thank you for the time. Talk to you later. Peace out, everyone.